Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Now for our story. Aunt Mary's little farmhouse was quiet this evening. The living room was shadowy except for the pool of light by the desk. There in the soft glow which shone on the smooth coils of her hair, Aunt Mary sat reading. There was a thick packet of letters beside her. They were letters from her husband, Randolph, Randy's father, who, like his son, had gone off to war, an earlier war. But Randolph Lane had never returned from overseas. And tonight, alone in the little house they'd built together, his wife sat reading the words he'd written so long ago. There was the sound of the kitchen doors opening and Lefty Larkin's tread in the hallway. Now Aunt Mary looks up and gives her old friend an absent little smile as he comes into the room. Y'all alone? In a way, Lefty. But in another way, I have all the company any woman could want. You've been reading Randolph's old letters, huh? Mm-hmm. His words and love have kept me from being lonely all these years. I haven't seen you read those letters in a long time, Aunt Mary. Well, sometimes when things get just a little too much, I find a great deal of courage in them. I know. When I look through the thoughts he wrote down for me, sometimes I'm surprised, Lefty. So much of what Randolph believed then about people in the world is just as true now. Perhaps things don't change so much as we imagine they do. Yep. Things might change in looks, humans and such, but down underneath they're pretty much the same, I guess. But Aunt Mary, I feel sort of guilty seeing you go back to the past for comfort. But why should you, Lefty? Well, I figure if I were any sort of a friend, you'd lean on me a little when you get discouraged. But I do, Lefty. It's no reflection on anyone in my family if I turn to thinking of Randolph sometimes. Besides, it's not that I'm discouraged today, at least not in any deep sense. But sometimes I need the reassurance that Randolph used to give me. You still miss him, don't you? I always will, Lefty. But not in an unhappy way. Randolph was a person who had a great joy in living. He filled his house with his happiness. And it's still here. That's what he left me. Something I'll never lose. Why, I don't believe there's a corner in this whole farm where Randolph hasn't stood at one time or another, laughing that big, booming laugh he had, telling a little joke, maybe. 
he loved to tease. That's probably where Randy gets it. I suppose so. He's a lot like his dad, isn't he? He is, in many ways. I'm a lucky woman. It's not all luck, Aunt Mary. You gave Randy a good start. Brought him up right. But if it hadn't been for the courage I learned from his father, I might not have been able to do a good job. Oh, I don't mean that you didn't have a lot to do with Randy's good start, do you, Lester? Oh, no. <laughs> because you did. You don't have to hand me any bouquets, Aunt Mary. All I did was substitute as best I could for what Randy would have gotten from his father. Strange, Lester. Even after all these years, sometimes I catch myself opening a door, going into a room, expecting to find Randolph there the way he used to be. I suppose it happens most often when I've been missing him most. Mm-hmm. You mean like tonight? Well... Look at me. If something's bothering you, tell me what it is. In my thick-headed way, I might be a little help. Well, Lefty, I am worried about this trouble at the disguise. I'm a little worried about its effect on Peggy and Bill. Yeah, me too. Have you talked to Peggy? Well, and by the way, where is she? Turned in already? No. No, Peggy went to the hospital to see Carla. But what for? Is the girl still unconscious? She isn't, Lefty. Carla recovered consciousness this evening. They phoned from the hospital, and Randy drove me in to see her. Oh? I'd hoped Carla would explain what happened, what caused the concussion. And did she? No, Lefty. Carla wouldn't say a thing. You don't mean she refused? Not in so many words. She kept repeating that she didn't remember. Hmm. I wonder if it could be amnesia. A blow on the head can do that. And she must have struck her head pretty hard when she fell. It's possible. But somehow, I don't believe it. Hmm? No, I believe Carla was purposely not saying anything. That's why Peggy went in to see her. Peggy thought maybe she might persuade Carla to tell how it happened. I see. Peggy's worried about clearing Bill, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Well, whether Peggy succeeds in making Carla talk or not, I'm darn proud of her for scrapping to protect Bill. <laughs> so am I, Lefty. She's so darn sensitive. I bet she didn't relish the job. You should have seen her, Lefty. She was so worried and upset about Bill that she ran out of this house and was on her way to the hospital before Bill and I could stop her. Hmm. Well, Aunt Mary, ten to one, she'll convince Carla she's got to talk, even if Carla has to accuse her own husband. Why, Carla can't go on protecting Mario and letting Bill Mead take the rap for this thing. I know. And Carla's an honest, straight-shooting kid. She wouldn't want to be the cause of Peggy's being unhappy. Believe me, once Peggy makes her realize her responsibility, you watch. Peggy's going to come home with good news tonight. But Lefty Larkin's confidence was not to be fulfilled. At that same moment, Peggy Douglas emerged from the little hospital in Wakefield. Wearily, her shoulders drooping, she walked down the steps. And then she caught sight of her fiancé, Bill Mead. He was standing on the curb by Aunt Mary's little pickup truck, which the young girl had driven into town. Peggy went up to him. Without a word, Bill put his arms around her. Held her tight for a moment. There, now, don't be so upset. It's all right, darling. I failed, Bill. Carla wouldn't say a thing. I know, but don't worry about it. How did you know? <laughs> well, darling, you have a very expressive face. And just the way you walked. Anyway, jump in. They're going to drive me home to David. Only I'm going to do the driving. Get in, sweetheart. No, you get in first. Okay. But where's your car, Bill? No, oh, I drove it home and walked over here to meet you. You okay? Mm-hmm. All right. 
Uh, I kind of figured it'd be a good idea to give you some moral support, just in case your scheme didn't work out. It certainly didn't. It was a horrible failure. Now, you know what I want you to do? What, sir? I want you to forget all about the Descari affair, at least for the time being. But, sir, how can I? Well, you've got to, honey, because if Carla won't talk, well, she won't. And I don't want you getting into a stew about it. But don't you see what it means, Bill? People will think you're responsible if Carla won't accuse Mario. Oh, I'm not so sure. At first, I was kind of upset about it. But I've been thinking it over, and I've decided that Mario will probably show up and admit what he did. Suppose he doesn't, though. Well, I prefer to believe he will. <laughs> and then you just watch how everybody's tune will change. But in the meanwhile, sweetheart, I refuse to let you get all in a dither about it. Get down in the mouth. I want you to be happy. <laughs> Even a little silly, maybe. You know something? I love you when you're silly. That's probably a lucky thing. How about a song, Peggy? Shall I sing Barbara Allen? All right, Joe. Okay. You'll have to help, though, because I'm no good by myself. Come on now. <laughs> Peggy. Honey, child. Come here, sweetheart. I'm sorry, Bill. Oh, man. Honey, now don't cry. It isn't so easy to be cheerful when, when everything's all wrong. I don't want people to be talking about you, saying things that aren't so. It, it makes me so mad that I, I want to do something about it. But there's nothing I can do. Just go on loving you. Hmm. And that's all I need, baby. You just go on loving me. We'll be all right. Actually, Peggy's tears were in part tears of frustration. Tonight, the young girl had discovered in herself a fierce protective feeling toward Bill. This strong new emotion was deeper than anything she'd ever felt before. It had driven her to plead with Carla Descari, to demand that Carla admit Bill's innocence. Perhaps, Peggy, besides your disappointment at Carla Descari's refusal, there is another reason for your tears. You have realized you're a little frightened by the power you feel within yourself, for which so far... You have found no means of expression. 